Hey, this is Big Rev. Thanks for tuning in to Masterclass Theology, a weekly podcast where we study books of the Bible a verse at a time and apply it to our lives. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let's rock. And well, welcome to Masterclass Theology. I am Big Rev. And I'm Pancho. And we have a special episode today. Those of you are our listeners on the podcast, you have uh, a couple of you have commented that, you know, hey, where were you guys at last week? There was no new episode and you're right. And uh, Poncho was in another country. He was uh, on, on a special trip to Honduras. And, and what we're going to do today and what I thought we would do, Poncho, is I would just interview you. I want to hear all about this trip. Our listeners would love to hear about why you were there, what was going on and yeah, so I figure before we do that, uh, let me say a word of prayer, then we'll get into our interview with Pancho. God, thank you so much for your for your faithfulness to us, and we, we are very grateful, Lord, that you care for us and provide for our needs, and you use our stories for your glory, and God, you are such a good God, and so we have an honor today to, to take to take this another step on the, on the journey, and we're so grateful, God, and we pray this all in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so 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 Pancho, you were in Honduras last week, and so got five questions for you. First of all, why were you there? Well, so we went down as part of the bridge team to work with Just One International, which is uh, the foundation we're partnered with down there, and uh, it was focused a lot of education, but we also did a lot of construction projects around the place. Uh, we did some passing out food with the students, which is part of their weekly community service they do for the scholarships uh, they're granted. And it was just kind of cool to see the Lord working. And um, so basically we were on a mission trip, you know, and what I told the boys personally for me, I guess on Thursday, you know, we were wrapping up some construction and the boys that I was working with asked me, so like, we were talking in Spanish. So like, hey, so what brings you to Honduras? You know, why'd you come? So a very similar question. And with them, I just told them, you know, basically my testimony. I was like, well, you know, up till three years ago, I wasn't a Christian and I hated Christians and I would have hated you fine young men and I hated the Lord and uh, he's changed my life a lot and I'm just grateful for the opportunity to come here and use the gifts I do have to help others instead of, you know, thinking I was made to hurt people. So that's my spiel and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. All right. So he said he said some some proper names there. And just uh, as as a kind of a spoiler alert, so uh, so I, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a pastor on staff at the Bridge Community Church in the Chicagoland area, and 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 Pancho or Francisco is well you know one of our favorite people. He 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 comes and he 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 volunteers his time at the Bridge and he's a, he's a great member of our fellowship, and and if I understand correctly, it's just one international. That is the the organization, and they were operating out of Honduras and. That was a, they're a strategic partner at the bridge and it is, uh, so we, we partner with them in ministry. And so you went on a special missions, missions trip to Honduras with Just One International, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So shout out to Just One. And uh, so, yeah, to, to Maddie and her team, I'm so grateful to journey alongside of you uh, in ministry. And so that, that tells us why you were there. So what we all want to know, because you, you just... We we all assumed that you with with the with your name Pancho, that that you're bilingual and of course you speak both English well and Spanish, and so 
did you use your did you use your Spanish while you were there? Uh, so help help us understand um, what 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 you did while you were down in Honduras. Constantly, <laughs> so uh, it was. It's a blessing to be bilingual, you know. And sometimes when you're younger, you know, you take it for granted and stuff. But uh, it was great to be able to communicate with everyone down there fluently, and you know, have deep relationships with the boys and, and Misael, the pastor down there. I talked to him a lot, and it was cool. Like, because you could tell other people wanted to talk to him too, and want to interact. And you know, I did a lot of translating too, and helping people communicate with each other. But it's a blessing to be able to just sit down and talk to the pastor there for an hour over dinner and not need a translator. So it was, it was pretty great. Yeah. But a lot of Spanish, a lot of Spanish was used. It was good to practice and, uh, we down there in Latin America. It's kind of cool. Did, did, did you notice anything about the Spanish? It's like some people come up to, uh, some people maybe from, from, from my area that more down South, they come to Chicago and to Chicago, you get some accents up here in Chicago or up to Wisconsin, you know, it's so like go up to Kenosha. It's like you you get some accents that that show up. Are there were there did 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 they notice that you had an accent or did you speak more like them or how did that go from the Spanish speaking side? So there is some differences. Um, accent wise, you know, I'm really bad at that, even in English too. Telling unless it's like blatantly like a southern accent. But so I didn't notice too many accent differences. But like word usage is very different. Um. Not very different, but like they say vos instead of tu or usted. Like tu is very informal. Usted is more formal for like Mexicans. And they use vos and vosotros. Like so talking about you and others. And that's like formal Spanish. So they got used to me calling them tu. But like, you know, every time I do it, I'm like that sounds a little more disrespectful than when they talk to me. But they know it's, you know, that's not how we talk in my culture. They also say I talk faster than them which is interesting because I always compare myself or Mexicans to like Puerto Ricans and Cubans that we have a lot of here in Chicago and they talk faster than us. So oh. on the speed of it, like, so I always thought like, Oh, we talk slow, but in Honduras, like, no, you, you talk fast, buddy. So it'll slow down a little bit sometimes. And I was excited too. So you're not just rattling off, <laughs> like slow down. So. Yeah. It's as, as an English speaker who tries to speak Spanish, uh, it, it's, it very it, Spanish when it's very fast, it, it just it it seems to be very fast. And from what I've known from from any of my Mexican or Mexican American friends, a lot of them think that their Spanish seems to be like the gold standard, and like we speak <laughs> we speak it right. But then then I find out that other Spanish speaking cultures, they think they speak it right. Like when I was in Barcelona, they 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 thought I spoke with a Mexican accent. And because and, uh, they're like, what's, what's your deal? You, they kept telling me you don't look Mexican, but you sound Mexican. And I'm like, well, OK, I guess the my, the training I had was probably with with Spanish Spanish instructors who who spoke with, I guess, a Mexican accent because it's the closest to us here in uh, in Los Estados Unidos or the United States. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I find that fascinating as someone who enjoys li linguistics of the differences as a, you're a native Spanish speaker in, a, in another native Spanish speaking country and there's there's differences that you had to now they were what exalting you with their very formal spanish and yeah, it's very it was very respectful like voices de los estados unidos i'm like do it sound as good you know <laughs> but uh they understood the other thing i did struggle with and i struggle with this back home too is uh being bilingual 
I don't know like the proper names for like tools or cooking utensils. So like sometimes, you know, we, we were working construction a lot of the time with the construction team down there. So we're talking about a specific tool. Let's say a pickaxe. You know, I know what a pickaxe is in English, but they say in Spanish and, you know, I just point at the, so when it comes to tools and certain, like even my dad, he's, he's born and raised in Mexico and he still doesn't know like all the names of car parts in Spanish. Mm. He knows them in English. He's been working up here. So like very specific technical terms are hard. Uh, you lose that, you know, like we say garage instead of whatever it's called for real. <laughs> Uh, there's a word for it. The garage has a real name, but we don't really use that here in America. It's garage, right. you know. So it sounds like you were doing a lot of construction work. Yes, that was uh, our main. Well, we had three teams: we had a, a medical team, a construction team, and an education team. And for some reason, they put me in construction. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was the bulk of my week. Which well, you, awesome. you, you've described to our listeners that you you work with your hands and you. You have you have a great experience as a mechanic and a body shop worker, but you've you're someone who is able to use. You've got a great brain, but you've also you're able to use your hands and you're able to work. And so I think that was a good fit for you. And yeah, also well, I thought I thought I worked hard up here. You know, like, yeah, I have a pretty physical job, and we're moving around all day. Construction's hard. Shout out to those guys that do that every day. Definitely, I had a little back pain on Tuesday. Had some Advils. It was good the rest of the week, but. It's a lot more physical uh, than working on cars, for sure. Okay. And uh, mad respect to the boys, though, overall, who were schooling us. And these guys were, our team was 17 to 22, let's say, all the guys from Hunter Earth that were working with us. Mm. And, you know, they just put us uh, to shame with their work ethic. And it's uh, it was beautiful to see. I mean, those guys are motivated and so happy while they're working and, and joyful and you don't always have that same attitude up here at home while we're working and tired and hot. And it was good to see. Wow. Well, what were your biggest blessings while you were down there in Honduras? So um, we had a lot of, you know, it was, you know, we were working a lot, but we do focus on Christ and we did talk about the Lord a lot. And just uh, blessing wise for me, uh, one of the big moments was we were on Thursday so we worked a little bit on construction in the morning, and then we went out to pass out food with the students, which, again, they do that every week as part of the community service. So we, we you know, trying to be tough and, uh, and whatever, I took the hard route with them. You know, you had choices of routes, easy, medium, hard. So we're up in the mountain, like 4,500 feet, handing out food. And uh, we pray with the families, too. We ask them, like, hey, is there anything you need prayers for? Can we pray for you? Can we pray with you? And most people say yes. Like, I don't think we got any refusals, which was nice. You know, I don't know if everyone there is a, a Christian, a very Catholic country, obviously, being uh, Central America. But, you know, they know the name Jesus. They know who Dios is. And you know, a lot of pictures of Jesus and stuff up there. So everyone was very willing to pray with us. But one of them that stood out to me a lot was this little old lady who came out of her little hut and uh, got the bag of food. We were talking to her. And we asked her if she needed any prayer. And she wanted prayers for her legs. You know, hey, my legs have been hurting and aching. And we we're like, yeah, of course. And so I'm going to jump back and forth a little bit cause for context. But so we prayed with her about that. And then as we were walking away later on, uh, one of the guys on the team with me, uh, Curly, who has been to Honduras before on the trip, recognized a lady from a year and a half ago. Uh, and she had the same prayer request back then. So it's just cool to see keeping the faith 
I guess as a new Christian, it's it a big experience for me to seeing these people faithfully believing in God that he's got them no matter what they're going through or how long their legs have been hurting and climbing mountains. And, and she's still, you know, relying on the Lord and, and praying to God to, for healing and, and sustainment. And then, so that's kind of jumping forward a little bit, but going back to the story. So we were praying for her. And then when we were done, you know, we all said amen. And then she started praying. And she prayed for us and thank God for us being there and for the food. But then just like for everything she's blessed with, like every blessing she has. And, you know, as an American, and this sounds terrible, but, you know, it's the truth and how, how we are. I was like, lady, what what are you thankful for? Like, what do you pray? You look around, she's got her little shack and it's hot and dirty and her legs hurt. But she's grateful for every little thing she has. And she was just blessing God for it. And, you know, we come back home and throw oh, the Wi-Fi's out or my shoes are the wrong color and it's the end of the world and persecution. And it just, it was beautiful to see. Uh, another big highlight spiritually for me was we were doing one of the pilas, which is was our, our main construction projects. We were building like a water storage basically for, for families. And uh, we were building one for a, an elderly lady who, uh, you know, she, they, as they scout, as they give out the food on Thursdays, they're also kind of scouting for locations that might need one and uh, impact the community or family more. So she had been chosen to receive one and uh, on this trip. So we were doing the construction at her house. And it was cramped quarters up and down a hill. Um, you know, it was fun to get to and work. But the lady's son got home from work, I guess. And he was like in a button-collared shirt, dress shirts. And he just dived right in and started helping. He ruined his shoes, ruined his shirt. He started mixing concrete with us. And, and he just jumped in to help, uh, you know, his mother. And that was beautiful to see. But then afterwards, he asked if uh, if we would pray for it. His wife is also sick next door. So we walked over. And uh, this guy's wife is, is bedridden with cervical cancer. And... Uh, so we, we laid hand and Scott Olson, one of the church elders was with us. So, you know, they called us over and kind of like how James says, we, we, we laid hands on her and I got to translate Scott's prayer for her into Spanish for the, the wow. team and the rest of the people there. So that was very, uh, moving spiritually for me, just being part of that and having, again, just seeing the faith of these people that, you know, and we don't go down there with the attitude of, Hey, we're better and more developed and this is America, you know, cause everyone has different talents and gifts and, Again, the faith of these people blew me away as a, as a newer Christian who's just, you know, first world problems and the life we live up here, which we're super blessed, you know, and, and we take it for granted sometimes. So that was a, a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Seeing the mountain, uh, the same, same day. And I have pictures, you know, if any of our listeners run into me or, or yourself, Joel, I, I took a bunch of pictures. I try to capture things, but uh, to the same little old lady with the legs, same day we're up on the mountain. There's this church out there that when I saw it, it looks like a overgrown bus stop. You know, it's just a tin roof and four posts, and there's a little sign that says church. And it's, you know, it's a reminder that church is the people. We are the church, not the buildings. We're blessed with our beautiful buildings up here in, in Chicago and our church, and I love it. But these people gather in, in a glorified bus stop and worship the Lord up on the mountain. And, you know, that's, wow. that was really cool to see. Yeah. Well, Pacho, thank you for sharing those blessings. How about your biggest challenges while you were down there? Biggest challenges? um, Just little circumstantial thing overall, I'd say. Like nothing major went 
that owner happened at all. And we talked to the 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 people in charge, like just one uh, team that works on there permanently. You know, we took one night and asked questions about like how the government interacts with them, drug cartels, how opposition they might face on a day-to-day basis. And you know, they said they're pretty blessed that the government is not, you know, as a Mexican, I was like, well, you know, can you trust the local police or the state police or the military police? Which level of government on your side? And they said it's not that bad. It's not like Mexico like that, but it's more inept, I guess. It's not so corrupt. It's more inept. So they don't really help. So, like, they were asking for food from just one uh, when they found out they gave away food and stuff. Cartel-wise, you know, no major opposition, thank God, they said they've had. But, you know, one day these guys will wake up and see why the boys aren't joining anymore or, you know, God willing, they're they're going to school and, and learning about the Lord instead and not joining up with gangs and street life down there. But uh, they've been pretty blessed to not have anything like that. For the team, setbacks were mostly... Like small stuff. We, we were delayed at the airport. Uh, we were driving the first night up to the city, Chicuatepeque, where we were staying from the other town with the airport. And a fuel truck had flipped over like five minutes before we got there. So if we hadn't been delayed, we would have passed it. But it took a 45-minute trip and made it into like three, four-hour ordeal and waiting for them to clean up the road. And we circled back to eat somewhere else in town and just, you know, rolling with the punches uh overall and making it work uh you know some of the construction materials that were set up weren't always exactly what we wanted or perfect but we always made it work you know and that's something i've always been impressed with when i you know i've gone to mexico when i was a, a child and going back to honduras right now like people are uh have a lot of ingenuity i don't know what the other word is ingenuity for for getting things done, you know, so they'll, they'll make it work. And like, I, as a former mechanic, you know, I, I go to see shops and like, you know, here we have our fancy motorized lifts and engine hoists and down there, they're just got two by fours and rope and chains, but they, they get the work done. So those little setbacks weren't so bad. So I don't personally, at least I didn't see too many challenges. Uh, thank God. It was more, you know, we had a pretty strict schedule and you got to get up and catch your bus and you got an hour to shower, get ready, eat your breakfast, get out with the team. So time management, you know, I thought I'd like be doing something because I'm in school right now. I thought I'd be doing some of my homework in the evenings and keeping up with my life back home. But uh, it was very hard to to do that. And that does remind me of the one challenge I did have, though. So Tuesday was kind of a hard day for me and I had to give up a lot of... uh you know, we, we try to control our own problems and lives, and it's a, it's a bad habit we have. But I had to give it to God because I had some stuff happen back home here, and I'm, you know, Honduras. So whatever happened, you know, and my mom went to the ER for a day. Thank God she's okay. Nothing major. But, you know, I had some personal stuff happen with my friends and my family, and I'm 1,200 miles away. So there's nothing I can do. So all you can do is pray and, and give it to God and hope that, you know, focus on what you're doing and, and know that God's got his plan back home. And so that, now that I thought about it, that was probably my hardest day though, Tuesday. You know, we were physically working. That was the day my back hurt a little bit and I had some stuff going on back here that uh was kind of weighing on me a little bit. But glory to God, we got through. Wow. It sounds like God really used not only you, but your, but the team you were a part of and, and God, uh, he sounds like God was doing a work in you while you were down there as well. 
and that you were not only a blessing to others, but but God blessed you. And even through various challenges and and yeah, I, I just we love hearing that. Moving forward, Pancho, uh, do do you want to go back? What what do you see? What do you see? Maybe something different about your life now that you've gone. Well. I would love to go back. God willing, I would like to go in July even. Like, I'm already kind of budging a little bit and try to get the ball rolling on that. If not, yeah, I told the boys, I'll be back either July or, or February. Because uh, of school stuff, might pop up scheduling. But God willing, very soon, yes, I would love to go back. And I love the people, love the culture, love the, the foundation. Just One was excellent down there and, and the work they're doing. And being fluent in Spanish was, you know, it felt, it reminded me a lot of home, I guess. I would, I said that a lot, like when I was in Mexico and just driving through the small towns and things I used to love as a kid, it was cool to kind of see that again. So it wasn't really culture shock. Um, I'd love to go back. Uh, for me, change-wise, personally, uh, and this is something we talked about, like the team did take time to, to reflect a lot on, on what we're doing in our lives. And, you know, down there, and because culture is different, you know, again, like it's a Catholic culture at least or in name. So it's very easy to, especially, and I speak Spanish, like uh, all conversations you end with, you know, God bless you, or, you know, I hope you have a good day. God bless you. Very easy. And, uh, you know, it just kind of slips out and then you get back home here and it's, it feels harder, you know? So I've been trying to, you know, when you go to Jewel, say God bless you to the register, uh, the, 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 the stock boy that helps you out, whatever. Just, hey, God bless you. You know, have a good day. And sometimes people are shocked. Sometimes people say thank you. Sometimes people say it back. But it just, it felt so easy down there. Like, why is it so easy for this week in a, in a different country? But so it's it put into perspective a lot. There's a lot of work to do here at home, too. You know, like, you don't have to go on a missions trip. It was awesome. It was a blessing. I'm, I'm glad I speak Spanish, and I enjoyed every minute. But, you know, we have tons of unreached people here that we could be helping, and, and there's plenty of opportunities to work back home. But just yeah, keeping the Lord in mind, keeping, uh, keeping in conversation more liberally, I guess, is something I'd like to do a little more of. And uh, you know, we're we're also human. I still feel at times like I'm very selfish and self-centered, and you know, it's something I'd always like to be working on. So, all right, well, let's let's give a special blessing to our to our listeners, Pancho. Why don't you teach us all a simple way to say God bless you in Spanish? <laughs> Dios los bendiga, amigos. Would be God bless you, friends. Dios los bendiga. Los bendiga. So Dios yeah. los bendiga, amigos. Bendiga with a B for bear. Yeah, bendiga. Ven, okay, ven. Dios, Dios los bendiga, amigos. Yeah, God bless you guys, yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah, try it at the supermarket. <laughs> La Morelia, I go down there and tell them Dios los bendiga and make their days. But again, it's very easy in Hispanic cultures, and I'm trying to push it more here. <laughs> oh, we 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 might even do that in English, where but it would be it would be fitting more if we were in church. We we might end a conversation with, "Well, God bless you today," or "Good to see you today." God bless you. Have a good weekend. God bless you. Like that might happen, you know, if if we're at like at a church, it's yeah. where it, it it would be fitting. But but yeah. But do it with your telemarketer, you know. So, so Dios los bendiga. Yeah. Okay. That's that's my 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 gringo accent there. That's fine. <laughs> right, so I wanted to uh, give a give a shout out to Just One International, and you can go on their website. It's 
uh, just one international.com and the one is spelled out O N E. So just one international.com and you can learn about how you can partner with them. And also uh, they, they seem to be, I believe on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, but yeah, just one international.com. And it's uh, really great to be able to, to, to chat with you today about this, Pancho. We really, we were all blessed to hear hear the the, the story and hear your follow up from uh, the missus trip you were on. And next week we will we will journey forth back into First Kings again. Don't worry, uh, we we look forward to, to to making our way through Solomon's story as well. But yeah, what 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 a nice time we had today, Pancho. Thank you so much. And this has been Masterclass Theology. I am Big Rev. And I'm Pancho. Dios los bendiga. Dios los bendiga. <laughs> God bless. This has been Masterclass Theology. I pray you've been challenged and encouraged during today's episode. And I hope you'll continue to join us as we journey through the Bible. God bless.